consume and share news today it is largely rooted in social media outlets a reason why it's crucial to look at what's being discussed online and joining us in the studio is Yerka <laughs> for social media minute good morning good morning nice to see you yes, it's the great flesh. to be here yeah <laughs> <laughs> zoom meetings are wonderful and our listeners appreciate it because the sound quality is impeccable yeah uh, surprise surprisingly but uh-huh. something about being in the studio i agree completely <laughs> <laughs> welcome back to the studio thank you all right so this has been sort of the talk of the town. For better or for worse, we just want to make the best of what's left of the World Scout uh, Jamboree. Mm-hmm. And that K-pop concert seemingly may make or break the event. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people have their fingers crossed right now. At this point, I'm thinking, I get it. I mean, the Scout Jamboree is not supposed to be about cultural events. Correct. But hey, make do. We really can't control the typhoon. Yeah. And if we can finish the event with a bang, hey, we'll keep our eyes glued on that. We've chosen the venue, apparently, the Seoul World Cup Stadium. In Sangamdong. It's massive. Yeah, it's massive. And so I'm assuming it'll be a safe environment for That's the concert. Right. So it has been confirmed that uh, that final K-pop concert uh, is going to take place at the Seoul World Cup Stadium on Friday. Uh, the K-pop Super Live show uh, was originally scheduled to take place on August 6th. We're already a few days past that. Mm. Um, and the originally it was supposed to take place at the Jamboree campsite right? Right, right at the outdoor stage in Semangum. Uh but due to a bunch of reasons including heat safety um, and then of course the the typhoon that mm-hmm. is uh, approaching the Korean Peninsula mm-hmm. it was rescheduled now it was rescheduled initially uh, to the same day August 11th at the Cheonju World Cup Stadium which is about 15 minutes away from mm-hmm. the campsite however the venue has been changed once again to the Seoul World Cup Stadium I think this is final mm-hmm. um, yeah and all participants of the 25th World Scout Jamboree they've been relocated mm-hmm. um, to to eight other cities and provinces since. Um, I think most of them are in the Seoul metropolitan area. Right, right. Uh, and yeah, the K-pop concert is going to begin at 7 p.m. right after the closing ceremony. Okay, here's the thing. It's the summer season mm. and idol groups are busy all year long, but yeah. especially this time of the year. And so to stick to the original lineup would require that it stayed put mm-hmm. where it was originally scheduled for. And now some changes are in the works, but there are so many rumors circulating online yeah. who will be, who will not. And because it's been talked about so frequently, BTS? Yeah. Can they? Will they? You know, people can only make speculations at this point because um, the organizers are being super cautious about it because they've already made so many changes, right? Right, right. Um, Anyways, uh, the majority of the original lineup uh, is probably going to change uh, with the new date and the new venue, of course. Some of the artists have been confirmed, others not yet. Um, Ive and Migs very, very, and Stacy remain uncertain for now. Mm. New Jeans is one of the acts that have been confirmed. Hey. We just talked about them performing. 
at Lollapalooza in Chicago. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they're going to be performing on the stage. I didn't even know they were back in Seoul. Yeah. I just assumed they were still in Chicago. <laughs> exactly right. Uh. Anyways, um, the Ministry of Culture said the complete lineup is going to be announced at a later date, <laughs> not too far now, because the concert is what, in two days' time? Yeah, just yeah. a few days away. But I, I understand why they're being absolutely careful. Yes. Keep it under wraps. And the element of surprise is always nice, I right? Think so. In the meantime, a South Korean lawmaker has issued a, sort of an SOS to none other than a BTS, and it's been yeah. publicized, highly publicized. Yeah, so uh, Song Yi-jung from People's Power Party Ooh. has asked the defense ministry to consider giving the BTS members uh, currently serving in the military a special leave of absence from their duties so all seven members can briefly reunite to perform in front of the tens of thousands of scouts. Okay. Um, the lawmaker said doing so would help elevate South Korea's national prestige. You can see why there could be an entire tug-of-war with that exact statement, yeah. right? It's about privilege, but just to make sure um, we cover all bases. Mm-hmm. It's been done before where, you know, celebrities are serving in the military and they're borrowed, so to speak, yeah. or given a leave of absence mm-hmm. so they can perform for an important event. That's right. And as you all know, uh, two members, Jen and J-Hope, are currently in the military. Suga is set to enlist shortly. Um, anyways, the defense ministry, again, is taking a very cautious stance. Try it carefully. said that it would have to discuss the matter with, of course, HYBE and the artists. Uh, the lawmaker, the, the lawmaker's request, however, did not go down well with mm. some of the BTS fans mm. online. Yeah. Uh, some of them commented that it would not be fair to use BTS to clean up the mess made by the organizers of the Jamboree. I mean, they are dedicated BTS yep. fans. You can see why they would react that mm-hmm. way. At the end of the day, it, it takes a lot of parties to actually mobilize members of BTS in the first place. Yep. So we'll wait and see. H- how about that? Let's do that. All right. In the meantime, the central government has been mobilizing all possible means to help the scouts yeah. and make do with what's left. Uh, the culture minister has vowed to offer a wide range of cultural experience programs to Jamboree participants. I'm seeing some of the images. Yeah. On the newspapers, and at least for the parts I saw, they look like they're having fun. I agree. Uh, some of these programs include visits to Cheongwade, mm. the Seoul Museum of History, uh, the National Museum of Korea, um, National Hangul Museum, mm. and National Folk Museum. They're all providing guided tours in English. Now, Seoul Art Center, right across from where we are, is yeah. going to run a, a modern calligraphy class exclusively or exhibit exclusively Ooh. for the participants. The National Kugak Center, again, right across from us, is hosting a special concert for the scouts as well. Okay, I, I understand why there's simultaneous conversation happening about it's supposed to be about camping yeah. and it's supposed to be experience of all these different scouts from different countries coming together. Naturally, when you divide them with groups, mm. they'll probably travel with the, well, they're the same scouts from the same country, yep. right? Yep. But make do mm. with what we have yes. and then we'll take it apart later in time. Right. On to our second story. Mm-hmm. How about that? Uh, passengers with the so-called Pass app will apparently be able to board domestic flights without carrying a physical ID and a boarding pass. So all I need is my phone. That's right. So this app, this new app, eliminates the need for a physical uh, ID card okay. and a physical paper boarding pass. <laughs> so um, on August 7th, SK Telecom, KT, LG Plus, and the Korea Airports Corporation, they jointly announced the launch of something called the 
Pass Smart Air Ticket service. Mm. So starting yesterday, passengers have been using or can now use this Pass app mm. installed on their smartphones to authenticate their ID and boarding passes. Okay, so the app is no, no, take note yep. um, for domestic flights only. That's right. Uh, do all domestic airlines accept the use of this app? Because <laughs> if one doesn't participate, you can imagine the headache. Yeah. So the the Pass Smart Air Ticket service is currently available. Available for domestic flights with four airlines, including Jeju Air, Tiway Air, High Air, and Eastar Jet. Uh, Air Seoul is also going to join the service later this month, and there are plans to expand the service to all domestic airlines in the near future. And the app can be used at 14 domestic airports, including over at Kimpo, Kimhae, and Jeju. All right. So with time, they will ensure that more airlines are included. So anyone with this PassSmart Air ticket yeah. can travel essentially without their wallets. Mm-hmm. How does the PassSmart Air ticket service exactly work? So it operates through the Pass app's mobile identification features including mobile resident registration card verification and mobile driver's license verification. So when users choose to use the smart ticket service, a QR code and flight information are automatically generated Mm -hmm. within the app. Mm -hmm. uh, And passengers who are pre-registered, who have pre-registered their mobile identification with a pass app can use the service after completing their check-in. It sounds simple enough. And all all in all, just on my Mm -hmm. And uh, can travelers use this app for (laughs) duty-free shopping, too? Yes, they can. So the service replaces conventional boarding passes throughout the entire process, actually. So that includes check-in, ID verification, duty-free shopping, as well as boarding. But for now, I think it might just be safe to travel with both a physical copy of your ID (laughs) and ticket and the app service. This shows Lena's personality. Yeah, like a (laughs) Power J is is MBTI still relevant? I don't know. That's a Meyer Briggs test, still by is. the way. Okay, so I'm a planner. <laughs> All right, on to our final story for the day. Um, 21 home break-ins reported in California. Now, who's responsible? That's what caught our attention. Yeah, a fugitive bear, apparently. <laughs> so this female black bear uh, is known as Hank the Tank. It's, isn't it kind of mean to name a female bear Hank? A little bit. All right, I'd be offended if. I'd be. <laughs> Until bears learn how to speak, yeah. we will stick with Hank the Tank. Yeah, so this is a notorious bear mm. in the California area. She weighs 277 kilograms. That's a lot, even yeah. for a, a, a black bear. Mm. Anyways, uh, she has been detained in the Lake Tahoe <laughs> area uh, more than a year after the state's wildlife authorities issued a wildlife equivalent of an APB which is an all-points bulletin. Uh, it's a broadcast alert from one police station to all of the other police stations in the area or in the state uh, with instructions to arrest a particular suspect or, um, yeah, suspects. Is it funny just applying these human terminologies to a bear? I think it's pretty funny. <laughs> okay, so Hank was initially apparently mistaken for yeah, a Yeah, because male. she was so large. Oh, you now know? that's offensive on a whole different level. Yeah. <laughs> So she was matched finally after more than a year by DNA Mm. uh, to more than 21 home break-ins and other instances of property damage were streamy 
taking a photo of Hank right now. Um, yeah. And uh, so what's going to happen to Hank moving forward? She's going to be moved to a sanctuary in Colorado. Okay. And she may now lose custody of her three cubs. Uh, they may be transferred to a facility in California, Sonoma County. Uh, the hope is to, you know... I don't know, sort of like protect them in okay. a sort of like a contained area okay. so they can discontinue their negative behaviors because they watch and learn, you know? That's right. Yeah. And so for the cubs to mimic the mom, Hank, yeah. the tank's behavior wouldn't be necessarily a safe or a good thing, right? Correct. Um, but Hank the tank, the original one at least, is not alone. There are yeah, other there bears. are two others actually. Oh. Uh, last year alone, uh, the, there were around 102 police complaints okay. filed by local residents. Okay, uh, she weighs 277 yeah. kilograms, Hank the Tank. That's, like you said, mm. heavy even for a black bear Extremely. standard. So what has she been <laughs> eating all this time? I mean, isn't that why she lingers into the yeah. human world in the first place? That's food? right. Let's just say that the bear has uh, developed a palate for human food. <laughs> Wildlife experts say she didn't get fat like that eating berries and grubs. I didn't call her fat. I'm quoting the experts, by the way. <laughs> And I think maybe fat might mean entirely different thing in the wild life, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, it might be a luxury to be big. Oh, that's a completely different perspective. Don't you think? <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, Erica. Enjoyable as always. We'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.